Welcome to another episode on the Duan Marrero podcast. This is your host, Duan Marrero. Joining me for episode 102 is my brother, Greg Jones. Greg comes on the podcast this week to talk about his upcoming showcase Saturday, January 2nd at Bowman Academy, the Mac Jokes Invitational. Guys, it's going to be a dope event. If you're in the area or in the region, make sure you go and uh, check out Full day of games. I will have the lineup posted on my social media. Um, also, catch this episode via YouTube under my YouTube channel at Dewan Marrero. I will have that link in the episode description as well. Um, just one of these episodes, guys, where it's very informal. Greg and I always have a great conversation. We go in depth more so about women's basketball, um, guys' basketball, and and just always about life as well so really dope dialogue cannot wait for you guys to listen do not miss a second of this conversation giving out free information as well so please tune in leave a review and hit subscribe take care greg jones g2 hoops in the building appreciate you hopping on the podcast bro episode 102 how you feeling today? Man, I appreciate you having me on. I, I feel great. Just got home from practice. Uh, mm. Girls had had uh, more of a, a TLC day, got some shots up and got treatment. We had a game last night against Lighthouse. We won, did pretty good. Uh, Courtney had 49 oh, last night. Oh, light flex. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what do you think it's going to take for her to get uh, Miss Women's Basketball? Ah, man, keep doing what she's doing. Like they just um released the Hoosier magazine cover today. She's on the cover. Okay. Well, so it's um it's uh they got I guess I guess who they perceive to be, you know, Miss Basketball candidates and then the Indiana All-Stars for 20, 2021. So she's on the cover. Um she's leading the state in scoring and she's top five in the country. Um we haven't had a player, boys or girls, to lead the state in scoring since Dana. You know right. what I'm saying? So she's she's doing what she's supposed to do. Um, I think she still needs to be more efficient with mm -hmm. a lot of different things. Sometimes she still is playful um, on right. the court, you know, instead of just executing and being laser sharp the whole time. But um, I mean, she she's she's handling her business. I mean, I, I, I'm more proud of that. She's a national honors student. That's huge. You know I, I wish that like, was my objective when I was coming up in grassroots, because that's so much more attractive to a college coach at the next level or whoever. Especially like during like now, like the pandemic, you know, so people are going to nitpick or find ways to kind of weed you out of certain things. Right. So no if question. you have, if you pass the character test, you pass the academics and then your game speaks for yourself, you're going to be more appealing and enticing to folks, you know? So, uh, so yeah, like she's doing all right. I mean, we, we have a pretty uh, young team. I think we have three seniors, uh, three seniors, I believe one junior, then everybody else is freshmen and sophomores. What's her recruiting like for those who don't know who's one? Oh, uh, she's getting looked at by power, power five schools. Um, early on, uh, her, her recruiting process is different. Like uh, when she was in middle school and all the way up until the beginning of her junior year, she didn't open her mail. Like she didn't even know she had mail like that. Cause it was yeah. one of those like stay locked in focus academically because of the school. No question. Year, right. And then we want you to focus on certain things. So, um, really her recruiting process is even though she's a senior it's still kind of fresh and new to her 
because okay. she just wasn't allowed to do certain things growing up, you know. And right now, I mean, it's it's all over the place. Um, I expect her, um, unless something changes drastically, I don't. Ex- I expect her to wait until the springtime for that signing period. That's love. Where she's gonna go. Well, nevertheless, I appreciate you sharing that, man. I'm I'm I follow women's basketball slash girls because of you. Remember, I was like, I used to ask you questions. I don't know oh, if you yeah, remember yeah. back in the yeah. day when I was like, yeah. like, how you like girls basketball? And it's different. I'm like, man, I don't have the patience, but you see me now filming. You know that like you played a pivotal role in role in that. Like that's why I'm gonna hit the girls scene hard this spring. That girls, girls is interesting because from um from an essence of just the art of basketball. Like people may not agree, but girls are more naturally skilled because they can't right. rely on superb athleticism growing up, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's no girls that's dunking in the sixth grade. So right. you have to work on footwork, shooting, ball handling, angles, and not just on offense, but you got to work on those things on the defensive side of the ball too. So that when you do see a young lady that can dunk or does have superb athleticism with the skill set, like a Diamond De Shields to play for the Chicago Sky, like or like a Maya Moore, you know what I'm saying? Or even like how Sky Diggs was and still is with, with Phoenix Mercury, it just makes it even even grander um on the on the platform that they that they have. And is uh I it's girls are different from a personality standpoint because there's a lot more emotions involved in it and no question uh, and things like that. But uh I enjoy it. A lot of people say girls is way tougher to, to coach than boys. Uh and I think it's just more, it's challenging. I don't think it's tougher. It's just a, it's just a different type of challenge. You have to look at it from a different perspective, not just on the court, but just in life in general. Absolutely. When uh, my girl from Stanford became the all-time winning coach, she has a player on there that can like dunk the ball yes. on a norm. I, for, I can't think of her name right now, but it's just the essence of women's basketball, how it's evolving to where it's like, don't be surprised if she could dunk the ball in transition. Uh, like and like in transition and transition on somebody though <laughs> right <laughs> like, Ab- like absolutely like, like and one yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> it's man women's basketball is evolving man i talk i speak about uh the the young lady who plays at homestead the girl is a, is a machine ayana, ayana patterson yes oh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's she's going to be the next big thing where i feel like she she's already a pro like her demeanor she how she is uh yeah. Yeah. she's blessed with unbelievable talent but Overall, I just wanted to say, man, you you played a, a big role in why I follow women's basketball. So thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, yep. it, it's it's funny how I got into women's basketball. It was mainly because my my cousin, the head coach at Bishop Vanita Goldston, um, this was like her second year, and I still have I was still real heavily involved on the international side of things. Yeah, and I was like, cause give me about a, a good year to separate somewhat. Yeah, and then I'll be there. Right. And and right now, I mean, she's doing really well. She's in her 10th year. She has over 150 wins already. Um, That's huge. And in nine years, she won in nine years. She won, uh, what, six sectional championships in nine years. Uh, she's doing pretty, pretty good. You know, so this year we're trying to get over that hump in regards to regionals and get down 65. You know, I think we have a team that can kind of do that um, once they fully lock in and we show certain glimpses throughout the the first nine games that we've had that, you know, once when they're clicking, they're clicking and they look, they look pretty good. So, you know, that's how I got into it. And even to this day, some people would be like, Oh, Greg, he just, he just stays on the girl side of things. And I'm like, no, I'm just more visible with the girl side because they need that, you know, they do. But for for those that know, they know, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they know you and the you on both sides of the fields, which is huge because yeah, you yeah. help not just girls but guys as well, man. That that needs that opportunity. Yeah, that that'll always be there. I mean, that's that's how I got started. Uh, if even from on the international side, like it was it was the 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 fellows first. No matter if it was Ehab and men getting to the Nike Global Challenge or may he rest in peace, Kareem uh, Sameh Azab going being the first Northern African or Middle Eastern player to play on the EYBL circuit with CP3 All-Stars. Like that's, that's by bread and butter, how I got into it. And it just kind of uh, had a, a, a ripple effect because normally someone starts domestically, then they spread their wings and go internationally with, with right. the, or, or global minds was the opposite. And because it was the opposite, I think that has helped me uh, be in certain rooms or situations or just to have the G2 whose brand where is it is right now. 100%. I, I agree with that. And, and speaking of girls and, and, and boys basketball, you have the Mount, the Mac Jokes Invitational. Who is Mac Jokes for those who don't know? So Mac Jokes is McKinley <coughs> Jokes. McKinley Jokes is a graduate of Fraybo High School in Gary, Indiana. And to me, he is one of the very few um, individuals that I think has like 100% given his life back to where he came from, right? I mean, Mac was I mean, man, bitty basketball, still city heat track, uh, adult softball, uh, the uh, Hudson Campbell, and then also the Midnight League basketball. Midnight League basketball was a staple in in, in, in the community in, in Gary, Indiana. And I remember just those nights, I think it was like two, two nights out of the week. But even with those, it was like you could tell like crime stopped in the city. And I can say everybody was hooping, you right. know what I'm saying? And and he did a whole bunch. So for me, a few years ago, when I mentioned it to him, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an, uh, an event. He's like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm going to name it after you. And he was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, no, we're going to name it after you. And this is going to be something that is going to be seen uh, not just on a local regional level, but a national and international level because of what we're trying to bring here to the area, you know, and um, in the short uh four years this would be the fourth year i think we've we've done a pretty good job i mean we've had um high schools from all over the the country and and also north america we've had two um high schools from canada come we had one come from canada i mean from toronto canada and then we had another one come from um um right outside of vancouver area you know um and i'm glad to say that g2 hoops mac jokes invitational um is the only Indiana high school event that's ever done that, you know, uh, no one else could say that. Uh, so, you know, my, I kind of like hang my hat on being uh, an individual that can just bring new things or kind of just push the needle and, and let everyone know that, no, we're not just uh, marginalized by where we're from. You know, we could spread our wings and do a lot of different things that everybody else around the country is doing. No question. I mean, let's speak of the teams that you have 21st century ambition. No, you have two, uh, first year head coaches in position to showcase their teams. Um, my guy, John Dotson, Coach Dotson, him and I played baseball together, bro, growing up. That's crazy. I did not know that. We, hey, you know what? We was just at the school, uh, what was it, last week? John John. We used to call him John yep. John. Yeah, yep. we went to the <laughs> we guy. Used, and he was talking, to, he was talking about uh, about baseball, you know, um, that, he, that he played. I did not know y'all y'all played. But, yeah, so Coach John Dotson, he's leading his alma mater, Bishanol, into the uh, Mac Jokes Invitational versus – um, head coach Larry Upshaw with 21st Century. Yeah. I think both are heavily ingrained and in, in students of the game. You can tell they just watch basketball nonstop and they're in it for the right reasons um, and, and just helping their their kids, you know, and not just 
win ball games at the high school level, but just turn them into young men, you know, and, and that's kind of like the, the end game of this is, okay, by the time you leave out of, out of here, we want you to be a young man that you can go out into the world and be a representation of not just your family, but us as well. Absolutely. What, what do you, what do you think like, uh, like the, our kids gravitate 21st century? I think LA has been doing a hell of a job over there because LA when you speak of 21st century, you think of LA, you think of John L. Davis, Eugene German, um, Q, who's one of their big time players right now, plays with a chip on his shoulder. How would you just summarize 21st century this year? I think I think 21st century this year, they're 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 fairly young, but uh in this game, age doesn't mean anything, right? right. Because kids are playing at a such a such a younger age, playing more competitive basketball that now is it's ironic. So, like, that's what we were talking about before. Like, you played Glen Park Bitty basketball, right? So, yeah. um, you knew if you made, like, all-star for, like, 11 and 12 or 13 and 14, you knew yeah. you were ready to play varsity basketball as a freshman because right. you, was, you was playing the best of the best. And I look at it as saying, like, you mentioned a young man, Q. I mean, he's had a chance to learn Quinn from... Floyd, for those who don't know. Quinn Floyd, I believe. Floyd, yeah. Right. Like, he's he had a chance to learn from... Cam Jernigan, Jonell Davis, Eugene German, DeAndre Goldston. Like, you know, these are all Division One kids that have come out of 21st century in the last six, six to eight years, you know. Um, and I, I believe Eugene was the first D1 player that they had at 21st century. And it seems like the like the, the show is, is is on the road and they've created a proof of concept over there to get kids to the next level. Uh, so for me, I'm interested to see how far the young boys can go this year, 21st century in the one, a, um, uh, in a class one, a. Uh, absolutely. If, if it wasn't for the pandemic that happened last spring, I believe they were going to be in a run to be uh, a state champion. I believe, I believe we would have had at least three teams in the region get down 65. I believe 21st in, in class 1A, Bowman in class 2A, and Hammer High in class 3A. I think Merrillville surprised people yeah. um, last year, and they ended up winning <laughs> sectionals. And I think sky's the limit was was for Merrillville because they, they were rolling. They were hot. And you know, in a tournament time, that's just about being hot, you know, right. and, and just being able to make plays. So I think at least three out of the four teams probably could have got down – uh, I-65 to play for a state championship. And if that would have happened, um, that would have been awesome. Because I think the last time that happened was when you – was it your senior year or your freshman in college? Because I think it was – First, I, think it was, I was freshman in college, yeah. I think it was Bowman, Bishop No, No, it was – who was it? It was like – was it Wheeler, Bishop – no, it was Bowman, B Bishop No, Wheeler. It was something, but it was like three – when, when Diller, Was when Diller was playing? Um, we, we went down. We went down in 2010, and it was multiple. We had Lou Wallace who down with. That's us. who it was. It, no, it was it was y'all, you Wheeler and and and, and um and Lou Wallace. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that was that was a fun ride, man. Now that so I reflect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was a really fun ride. Um, and that would and that would have and if that would have happened last year, minus the pandemic, that would have been 10 years. Yeah, shit, man, time's flying. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That yeah. if that would have happened, you know, and 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 it was funny because. It would have been all in the same classes too, one A through three A. That's sick. Um, so yeah, I, I want to see East Chicago. I know this off script. I want to see East Chicago mm -hmm. back in that running because I mean they they got a phenomenal rich history, bro. Their gym they is do. enormous, and I just want to see them back on the map. 
I think it will. I mean, you know, uh, it's funny, like cities like East Chicago or even like Gary, it's, it's the saying is it's always going to be another kid. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's there is our job to cultivate and, and, and to mold that young man or, or young woman into that well-rounded person you know what i'm saying right. like you did the thing on clubhouse about just being more than an athlete right right and what, what i've seen is the individuals who understand that to some degree when they're younger that it, it may take them a little longer right. but those are the ones that kind of pan out and, and just overall are who they're supposed to be you Absolutely. know um so i think ec will be back i think that um the coaches over there on on the boys side, I believe it's Coach Grayling Gordon, and on the girls side is Coach uh, Eric Kundich. I think that they will be able to kind of transform that and get back to where they were. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. 100%. Let's move to your uh, 130 game, which is Crown Point versus Silver Creek. You have yeah. Lily Stoddard, who's a Purdue University commit, um, and you have the Carruthers. Uh, mm-hmm. She's bad. Um, she's been putting up points like it's no other i don't know much about right. silver creek so if you give the audience uh basically a tale about silver uh, so creek. so basically um you have the number one 418 versus the number one 318 okay silver creek right now i believe they are uh man i hope i'm not wrong it's either 10 and 0 or 11 and 0 they're undefeated and, right now. Yes, correct. Oh. And, and and they they're uh, led by a young lady, 2021. She's going to um, Lindenwood, Lindenwood University, named uh, Elena Striverson. Okay. Uh, she's she's good. She's tough. Um, I think I want to say they have at least four Division One prospects on their team. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a good, great, great, great game. Um, I think you know they're coming a long way. You know, I mean, Silver Creek is almost in Louisville. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they so they're so part they, of like Southern Indiana. Yeah, matter of fact, I think majority of the people that are in that community have Louisville area codes. <laughs> for, the, for the most part, shout out to you, Greg, for making this happen, bro. Yeah. So so they so actually Thursday, uh, Silver Creek plays North Central, which is number two in the four A class. So they play okay. Thursday against them, and then they come up on uh, Saturday and play Crown Point. It's gonna be a great game. Like I think at any point on um on. Uh, any point in the game, you're going to have at least five Division One players on the floor. If, so it's it's going to be a great experience. And I was joking um, uh, late last week, and I'm like, man, Lint, uh, uh, Silver Creek, they buying all the court side uh, seats. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, yeah. hey, Crown Point, y'all better figure it out, man. Y'all right. better y'all better step up because the, they coming up here. To, I know it's a limit capacity. I mean, if it wasn't for, like if it wasn't for like obviously COVID, I'm pretty sure this event would have been sold out. To watch, all you know game. what's so crazy? It's still going to be because how Bowman's gym is 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 set up, even with the with the because we're only at um two hundred per game. Even with okay. two hundred per game, it's still going to be a nice atmosphere and environment for you know. That's awesome. But of course, if if we were, uh, if they lifted the restriction of capacity, sold out. Like I, I think every game would have been pretty much sold out because in every game you have a storyline and. Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about that even with, with branding, you know what I'm saying? Like the storyline is what gets people to buy into to you or to your product or to your service, right? And each each game. So you mentioned the 1130 game. We talked about the 130 game. And then you have the 330 game, which is Bishno versus South Bend St. Joe's. And the, South Bend St. Joe's traditionally has had one of the uh, most successful 
grow programs in the state and this nice. year they come they're coming in i think their record right now is either 63 or 73 and they have some pretty solid kids you know so that'd be a game where um you know i think over the last four years we've played south and st joe's twice and i think this would be the third time um us playing them and we are currently there are uh, one and one yeah, so, the, so I want to say Sub and St. Joe's beat Bishop Noel, um, Courtney's freshman year, and then we beat Sub and St. Joe's Courtney's sophomore year. We didn't play last year, so this would be round three, I guess you could say. That's that's dope. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the results of that game. And nevertheless, going to the five thirty, you have Blake Wesley play for Indy Heat uh, this past summer. I was looking forward to seeing him on the EYBL circuit, but for those who don't know, he's committed to Notre Dame University to play with uh, Coach Bray. What's that like, man, having this, this, I would say he's obviously he's a star in Indiana, mm -hmm. but obviously going up against Bowman, Karan Davis, what is that matchup going to be like between those two teams? I think it's going to be a great matchup. I, I think that it allows the regions to see uh, Blake play. I'm a kid that's committed to Notre Dame. I think his his potential is like sky's the limit with what he can possibly turn into playing for, um, you know, playing under um, Coach Bray and this being in the ACC at Notre Dame. Um, I think it's an opportunity for Karan Davis to show the show the state that I can compete at that level too. You know, um, I think they're they're both about six five between six five six six ish in that area. Uh, both of them um, handle the ball and, and can score. I think Karan right now is averaging like 25 points per game or something nice. like that. So yeah. uh, he's he's putting up some 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 real you know uh, elite numbers, and I think that it's just going to be. Um, Okay, who's who, whoever puts their best foot forward, that that game is gonna win. You know, I, I I expect Bowman to really step up and rise to the occasion because it's it's at their home gym, and they're playing someone who's already been looked at as, you know, Indiana All Star, Mister Basketball caliber type of um, player here in the state of Indiana. Absolutely, and Blake plays with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he yes. plays with a lot of confidence. He's gonna know. He's going to let you know that you're going to play against him and what he's going to bring. Cause he's going to have the short shorts with the long hair. <laughs> right, you, right, you right. You can't miss him. So, I mean, it's already his swag and, and, and what he's going to bring on the floor is going to be dope to see. And I can't wait to our region fans see what he's going to do. Um, Maryville, last game, Maryville versus Hammond High. Uh, I haven't never seen that before. I'm pretty sure Bo <laughs> is really excited to play against Hammond at Bowman. Speak about that matchup. Well, I mean, first, Man, I can't even remember the last time Maryville played in Gary. No, not a and shout out to Bo, man. He's he's grinding. He's been doing a tremendous job. Yeah, he's doing job a great job. I mean, this is there. his second this is his second year at the helm at his alma mater. And you know, I think it's a testament to not only him, but just the Maryville School District and the athletic directors and principal and superintendents for allowing this to happen. Because like I said, I I I don't think Maryville has played in in Gary since man maybe i can't i can't remember 2099 yeah. in that in that time frame like so you're talking about merrillville has not played in the city limits since since in, in 20 years and that's that's huge and and don't forget coach larry moore shout out to to our guy three three pete sectional champion. yeah three three pete three pete matter of fact um um uh, i think before they got on this run the last time they, they actually won sectionals was 2005 so uh -huh. Well, like we, we talked earlier about this a proof of concept right so obviously they got something clicking over there they have a few division one kids led by um 
the Reed kid that's going going to play with, with, uh, and, with Mo Williams and the Woods. The Woods kids and, yeah, are yeah, tough yeah, too. Harold, yeah, Harold Woods, and then and then Jordan Woods, the younger brother. Um, I man, I think I think Hammer High is probably going to win the three A state championship this year. Like they have all the tools, and then I think the point guard Reggie. He's just your your prototypical floor general. Like I got a chance to see him, like you did against Westside, and right. like you can't you can't leave him open. He's no. he's he's a pest on defense because he's smaller, so he's able to sit under people. Right, you know. So and 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 he's like a bowling ball. You know what I mean? So like right. he's bouncing off people. He's finishing. He's kicking it out. And I think that um, like Ham High is pretty legit. Like I mean, you also got a chance to see them against Lawrence North when they lost by two points. Absolutely, you know? yeah. You know? I, I mean, I had to put a team highlights together because. of their performance. I just had to give them a credit, credit when credit's due. I mean, they represented our culture, our, our community well, losing by one, uh, um, CJ Gunn and, and Lawrence right. North. So yeah. that was huge. And guys, don't forget it's this Saturday, January 2nd at Bowman Leadership Academy game start at 1130, uh, finishing with the premier Maryville versus Hammond high 730 uh greg and we we have we haven't reached capacity yet so you still could buy tickets uh tickets could be purchased online with our digital ticketing partner uh partner seat so it's www.s34t.com so s34t.com you can buy your tickets online right now for all the games and just come enjoy the experience last segment how the hell do you put a showcase together and how long does that have to take for someone to put teams like this together? Is it a year in advance you have to, couple months? Like for somebody that's thinking about having a showcase, what's the process like? I'm, I'm a real perfectionist. So for uh, me, I try to plan things out a year ahead of schedule. Okay. Uh, this year, it was a little tricky because of the pandemic. So originally it was supposed to be Indiana versus Michigan this year okay so we had like detroit renaissance was coming detroit edison uh well, detroit renaissance boys and girls were coming detroit renaissance lincoln high school where Amani base was lincoln was coming we had wow. grand rapids um uh, catholic was coming and and a couple more schools so originally like i said it was indiana versus michigan so once michigan basically shut down high school sports we kind of had to get back to the drawing table and just figure out okay well let's let's figure out how we can make this work and just make it appealing and enticing for not only high schools to want to play but for people to want to watch you know because that's that's one of the things about putting on events is you you have to kind of look at a few different areas right so you want it to be competitive right you want it to be appealing to the eye and you also want it to be um uh, just for the the culture of basketball in the area of saying like no nah, like i don't have to go to indy every weekend to play a key matchup or to be seen on a national platform. I could do this in my backyard. Absolutely. No, I, I, it's huge. So I'll say this on record, man. Once I get clearance in the future, you know, have the Marvin Ray showcase. I mean, it's named after his gym. I don't see why I can't put that together, but it's, it's the influence that you bring though. I always tell you, man, the notoriety you bring like any market that you want to do is oversaturated, right? people be like, man, I'm not going to do that. The world's somebody's copying off somebody else, but putting it into their style, like have it another showcase. You have the Mac jokes in the region. You have the Marvin Ray showcase in the region. You know what I mean? But coming up with ideas. And that's why I love clubhouse 
Right. I know we could, we could Joe Rogan this whole episode, but I know you got things to do. But hey, I got time, man. Okay. I, sp- I spaced this out. So like, good, man. What, yeah. what we do for our culture on Clubhouse is implement mm-hmm. these type of ideas. Right. Like, right. I feel like our culture be like, that's just Greg's G2 Hoops. Just let him have the only showcase. The world's big enough for you to eat and put other people on. That's mm-hmm. that's how I was raised. That's how the OGs right. taught me. And I think. Right. The club, but, that, but that's but that's what's lost in translation. Like we right. don't like the younger younger generation. They don't really like they don't really believe in or or approach the OGs. Like I mean, I posted something today where Young Thug basically said Jay Z doesn't have. Uh, so, yeah, on yeah, the, I, yeah. I was just like, like why? Like what? What would make you say something like that? Right. Like that? Like that makes no sense for you. But I mean, that's his opinion. But that kind of shows that okay. Either you didn't grow up on his music or you want clickbait because every, every come on, man. Jay Z is Jay Z. Let's not. That's, that's just like if a young kid would be like, Eugene German is the best player this decade. Like, right. <laughs> and we, and yeah, I'd be like, yeah. like, like, are you like, bro? They just don't know. You they just don't, don't know. know. Right. And it's yeah. the disrespect to where it's yeah. like, dude, do you, like, I know Young Thug knows that like Ho sells out arenas. Mm-hmm. Like he's sitting there about to may give his title to Jack Dorsey. Like he's on. Right, I saw that. Yeah. He's on a whole different type of time. But when when Young Thug said that, I'm like, man, he was just probably off. You you know, you know why? Like, so a lot of the reasons things like that happen is because of this. Like, if you have your phone and you're just isolated to what you want to see every day, all day, you're you're not experiencing or opening up to to different avenues and venues that are out there so you don't know and i right. think like i'm i am so blessed and glad i was born when i was born because yeah. i was able to see life before the internet and and remember like being outside and and man did you hear such and such man they they did what okay i want to go see them play the next game instead right. of just being like no nah, i'm just gonna go stick to this you know what i mean right. like now kids they just don't know. And even with, um, you know, just like having pride in your city. And like I tell, like when I first started the events, people were like, well, why are you doing them in, in, in the region? Like, why you don't do them somewhere else? Like in Indy or in, in another city in another state. And I was like, cause I'm not from there. Like, right. I'm, I'm from, I'm from Gary, Indiana. I was raised on the West side in what people call bottom side. And I went to Bishop Knoll. Simple as that. It's, we don't, we don't, and, and I'm like, I, I have pride in my city. I have pride where I come from because I understand the people that came before me. And that goes back to the OGs and tradition and just the history. Like when you know the history and you understand the traditions and you understand the people that came before you, you have, it's, it's, you have more value and self, like pride in yourself, you know, than anything. you like, man, I can't let people down. I can't, I can't, you know, just water it down or i can't dumb it down because i mean i see how they're gonna look at me you know and even on clubhouse you now we were talking about how yeah what is clubhouse know, for those who wonder man for like oh, a lot of our community that, that so, don't know so clubhouse to me is a huge convention online to me because you could just walk into different chat rooms they could be talking about cryptocurrency they could be talking about artificial intelligence they could be talking about by uh by black they can be it's all type of different things and the and the individuals that are leading these rooms are people that are are key components in those different industries and areas and you could just be there and just take notes it's like going to college for free like you could just sit there and just take notes and just learn and if you got a question you can raise your hand and ask things and 
I like it because um, I remember when I first came came up and when I was working at a sports agency and it was like I had to do like cold emails and cold calls and, and until like the 20th time, then people would respond. Like right. in that, it's like you got like five to 10 seconds to kind of sound like you know what you're talking about and then you easily connected with somebody. You know, and so like that's the cool part. I, I love that. The Twitter and Instagram handles right there. So you click on somebody's profile to see if you legit. And then you, yeah. you finish your clubhouse, you're like, damn, I got five new followers. Right, for real. And it's, it's crazy how integrated it is. And I think that, man, like who like the individuals that created Clubhouse, I don't know if they knew what they had on their hands. No, I don't um, think so. Uh, but it's, it's amazing, you know. And so, like I said, when we were talking about on, on, on like on Clubhouse, it's just, you know, just kind of like just understanding, like, you know, uh, you know, for those that don't know, we had um, a chat um on uh, a couple of days ago and we were just speaking about just being more than an athlete and and then also that was sunday and then on saturday the title of it uh was your um brand your, uh, branding and, and branding and, and uh, identity identity and and it was interesting because a, a few of the individuals you know they said like they didn't really have anyone that kind of like pulled them to the side or had ogs in in, in that ownership don't forget yeah, we was talking about ownership own right yeah and I and like I was saying was like, well, I had that. Like I had those people because of my 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 people. So like no matter if it was my parents or my older siblings, like they took me around. You know, so like I had I had two older brothers um um that took me around the game of basketball because they played. Then I had an older brother who still now is one of the biggest PR and event planners in, in the country. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to see certain things at a younger age that a lot of people didn't get a experience and and what it also told me is how to communicate with people absolutely Mar marvin told me that you know what i'm saying because yeah. if you could, if you could communicate and you can talk you can get into any room just put me in the room and let me work you see what i'm saying and then also like i was taught like you had like your three c's like okay so you have uh communication you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying content or capital you need to make sure you got at least one of those three if absolutely. you got two of them you cooking if you got all three then hey you can do whatever you want to do and it's just interesting to see how, you know, a lot of individuals, like they just, they want, it's two, two folks. One is they feel like they're the first ones to do it and it's never happened before. Or you have ones that's like, well, ain't nobody helped me out. And it was like, well, do they know you exist? Like, if they don't know you exist, how are they supposed to help you? So right. you got to put yourself out there. And by putting yourself out there, speaking on what you're doing, having a proof of concept, telling people where you're from, eventually someone's going to come knocking and like, hey, young fellow, oh, how you doing, uh, miss? I'm from Gary, Indiana, too. I'm from the region. What you doing? What do you have going on? Let me help you. Absolutely. It's, it's huge, man. That's why, like, guys, every Sunday, I'm starting to have more than an athlete. People are more than welcome to chime in from our community because if you know the latest retros that's coming out or the latest video game you need to know the latest tech app that's coming out you need to know the the latest information on like okay we're getting a stimulus check you need to know that it has to go through the senate even though that donald trump signed off on it is it's levels and layers to it in our community i feel like so focused on apparel and other things that they forget like clubhouse is invented where you have a lot of gatekeepers now in a third party app that's, that's giving correct. out free information and all you could do is join and listen. That's correct. Any, that's anybody's correct. more than welcome to listen. So more than an athlete, I have it for our community strictly, but anybody's welcome to join and chime in and listen. It's just a gateway of information and more than athletes, just a, 
a topic that everybody can relate to. You know what I mean? Oh, we, have, definitely, we have our definitely. favorite athletes that that represents more than an athlete. So anybody could take part in and, and chime in. And Greg, I appreciate you coming on a podcast and just sharing, obviously, the Mac Jokes Invitational. And we could go on for hours. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, I know your podcast, too. I mean, it cuts oh, you yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your podcast coming 2021, man. Spill, yeah. spill the beans. I, I oh man, it, uh, it's it was one of those things that it was like, all right, it's, it's kind of time to do it. I've had people ask me, like, man, when are you gonna do a podcast? When are you gonna do a podcast? And I used to be like, man, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? In 2021, I think it's 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 that time. So we're gonna have G2 Who's podcast produced by my man right yeah, here. I, I, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, thank you. It, it, you I, know, I, yes, that's overwhelming. I don't, I don't like too much notoriety. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. So that's gonna be cool, man. Um, but like for those of those, so G two who podcast, uh, basically like our our tagline is basically where basketball is our export to the world. You know, like basketball has allowed me to meet so many different people, experience different cultures, foods, everything, and I want to be able to share those stories with just everyone, you know, and it's with the, with the type of guests that we're going to have, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. So, you know, it's just um, basically me um, interviewing uh, renowned individuals throughout, you know, basketball industries that have just influenced the game on and off the court, you know, and, and be able to just reflect on certain things that they've done and, you know, just the lifestyles they've been able to live because of basketball. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. So season one, um, the first episode drops January 7th and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be nice, man. First, uh, first season is 12 episodes. So I I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like I don't get excited by things yeah. and like, this is really, cause it's, it's, it allows me just to talk freely with individuals that I've come across and we have, man, we have people uh, from all walks of life. Like you have people, like we have uh, one individual who's a VP at Slam Magazine. Then we have uh, a few individuals that that are um, at the the um, the inter- I call it the enterprise, but at Nike, uh, we have uh, a couple of doctors. We have an HBCU men's Division One head coach. We have uh, all types of people, and it's going to be interesting because I think that. Uh, with my podcast, what I want to do is just kind of show p- everyone that these people have names and these people have influence and they have their own crowds, but they're also human, right? Absolutely. And just be able just to have a, a, a regular conversation that you can have, no matter if you was just at the playground or at the barbershop. Great. Thank you so much, bro. I can't wait uh, to tune in. Obviously, I'm a part of it. I appreciate it. Much gratitude big bro and uh stay tuned guys can't wait for you oh it'll be on so uh so the g2's podcast you could download it on spotify and apple absolutely 100 thanks bro i appreciate it again man it's a lot that we delivered to you guys hope you all enjoyed this episode take care what's up guys we are back hope you all enjoyed this episode with my guy greg jones Salute to my guy, Greg, for just putting on for our city, our community, the culture itself. He brings a lot of notoriety to the region in Northwest Indiana. Uh, Gives a lot of girls and boys opportunities to play the game they love. So salute to my brother. Can't wait to have him back on a podcast very soon. Guys, be sure to tune in visually as well um, under my YouTube channel, Dwan Marrero. Hit subscribe under my YouTube. And nevertheless, Happy New Year. 
Uh, new episode next week, episode 103. I'm not, really not sure who that guest will be. You guys will just have to find out and see. But 2020 has been uh, a grind. It was a year of the hustlers. And I appreciate you guys for staying consistent and tuning in. We made it past episode 100. There was many blessings in 2020 um, that I, I don't take for granted. I learned a lot. We'll continue to grow and elevate. But I'm always thankful uh, for those who take time to check out my podcast. I'm learning and growing. I learned so much from my guests. They they bring a different uh, flavor and, and experience that they've endured that I'm just very transparent. And that's something that I could share with my kids uh, who I coach at Bosco. So nevertheless, thank you guys so much. Happy New Year. Be safe. Stay healthy. Talk to you guys again soon.